Hey everyone. Oh. We're not sure how that turned out, but we're on Zoom and trying to sing at the same time. Fix it in post. Impossible. We'll fix it in post. I'm sure it sounded great actually. I have faith. <laughs> Anyways, we're back. Mm-hmm. And after about an hour wait, 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 of technical wait. That wasn't enough emphasis. We're back. In the words of <laughs> in the words of uh Prime ooh, not Prime Minister, Minister of Magic Cornelius Fudge. He's back. He's back. Or maybe the more formal, they are back because it's plural. I didn't know Voldemort's pronouns were they then. maybe the more them. famous Schwarzenegger will be back. I think he says, I'll. 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 That's I know, singular. but there's three of us. And But we won't will, we are. There's no movie, what's the, there's no movie quote equivalent here that we can throw in um, for multiple people coming back after a, a period of time. Well, what if you thought of Back to the Future? We have to get back the future do they say that or no mm. i feel like they have to right it's one of they those have to get back and then they look at the camera <laughs> to the future no i think that's something doc says i feel like you're saying i feel like this didn't take place in the movie and yeah <laughs> do they say no they don't say that line in the movie no i'm pretty sure doc does no oh. he says marty or maybe he says <laughs> we got to get you back to the future because oh, he isn't uh, back there. He's a, that's his normal self. Yeah, because famously, mm-hmm. Doc Brown didn't go back in time originally. Mm-hmm. Right. He got, she, got, she got pulled up on and uh, like. Oh yeah, he got murked by murked. Right, but technically, at that point in his life, because he goes back in the third one, he will have already gone back in the first one. <laughs> Stop that! Stops, and we'll end it right there. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. That's our podcast. <laughs> 487. What's that? That's how many days since our last <laughs> 487 days. Really? Does it seem like it's been that long? Um, yeah. <laughs> October 6th of 21. Well, that was when we released it. We probably recorded it before. Yeah. Yes, but released. Yes, was that's what I found just now on October episode? Yes. What What was the topic of that episode? God only knows. Halloween. Okay. Halloween. Well, you tell us. But anyway, listeners. Anyway, a a lot has happened in those four hundred and eighty-seven days. Excellent segue. And that's and that's what today's topic is. What the F has happened to our, in our lives? And we don't and say the F word. <laughs> nope, exactly. And we've changed. Some of us have grown. So we're not going to drop it. Mm. We're PG-13. Or rather, a PG-13 movie, we choose very selectively where to drop it. Mm-hmm. Between the three of us, we have one, one chance. It might happen. Yep, and we it, probably it can have... freaking happen. <laughs> Ooh. Whoa. Oh, oh, oh. Jeff Goldblum. Ooh. No! <laughs> Nobody's gonna get that before reference. the first Jeff Goldblum reference. That's actually, I think that happened in our first one too. Exactly. <laughs> Six hundred and eighty-three days ago, 
our first podcast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Why do you have all the that. numbers? No, I made that one up. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't 200 days before. Yeah, I was going to say, it was the same <laughs> summer. <laughs> anyway. Too funny. So, so none of us live where we lived then. This is also this is true. Also Back true. Me, guys. And we've all, as a result, moved away from where we were. That is usually how that, that goes. Too. I got that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go around the room. Let's say where we're at physically, and then we'll get to mentally later. Oh, Jason. Mm, mm, mm. Jason. Oh, thank you. Okay. I'm coming to you live from St. Louis Park, Minnesota, Excelsior and Grand Complex. SLP. Oh, I'm doxing myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Your nuclear coordinates? Yeah. Your assassination coordinates. Uh, so unfortunately, everyone now knows where I live. Um, but there's actually four or five different buildings, and you don't know which one I am in. So I'm coming to you live from there in a new apartment. Moved in in August. More on that later. Um, yeah. And you've decorated it to be mystical, you said? I think those are your words. Your words oh, were, yes. um, no, hold on. It was something like, oh, was it mystical? It was something along the lines of like, it felt sort of. Definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. And mainly because of the Persian rug. Somehow you can feel wow. the aura of the universe when you, now I haven't been there yet, but when you walk into your <laughs> living room, I imagine you feel this way. Like, ooh, I'm surrounded. Yeah, it's kind of like you walk like in. wet almost. It's wet with aura. And there's, ooh, I don't know mm. if, I don't know about that analogy. <clears throat> cut that, cut that. Um, cut that, cut that. Aura. We don't edit, Adam. Universal spirit. Oh, sorry. Um, but no, yeah, you walk in and it immediately smells of incense and a gong goes off. <laughs> if I had a sound effect for a gong, I'd play it. And then you, and then you hear some throat singing. Then <laughs> 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 we say... Dreams are just messages <laughs> from the deep. More on that later. Is that kind of also another bit that we do? More on that later. We did that in the first app. See, we More can't even remember later. the bits that we had going. But yes, we did. <laughs> oh, that I would remember. be a good segment. I have actually a list. Bits? I have a notes app list of bits. <laughs> that's good. And it's separated that's into good. two sections. One, bits that's really that good. I do. And two, bits that I want to start doing. Because... One of the things we, about bits is you, I forget. I'm not remembering what I want to be doing mm-hmm. as a bit. So I need that reminder. Because it's not mm-hmm. a huge thing. It's just a little bit. <laughs> exactly right. <clears throat> and then I'll throw back to, get back to the main tangent line. We're going back to our main timeline here. Would you like to popcorn? Throwing back to Eric for Ooh. his location. Not too specific. So I live at 51 Rainy Street, apartment 2007, <laughs> Austin, Texas, 78701. Come find me. Oh. And you heard God. that correctly. That's Austin, Texas, not Minnesota. Although I've heard good things. But <laughs> I have a super quick recap of the last 487 days stream of consciousness style written out here. Wow. Would you like to hear it? Oh, yeah, sure. Briefly. (laughs) Actually, this is just 365 days ago. So, me and Jason returned from our Austin visit. Me thinking, oh my gosh, this would be an awesome place to live, but maybe five years down the road, 
Yeah, foreshadowing. And then I graduated from Drake in December. That was actually before the Austin trip. It's a little bit out of order here. <laughs> but that was a, a big moment in my life, kind of. It was kind of underwhelming, actually. I was like, oh, this was pretty easy. Then I had the entire spring semester off where I had a tour to freedom, and I traveled six times. We went to Hawaii, all of us. That was all of us together. Then I went on a wild Cancun spring break trip where we had all the four locos in the world. After that, I took a main character road trip to Utah where I went camping by myself for the first time and I uh, lost my chair and table, my rental ones, and I burned the cooking material that I had. <laughs> oh, meanwhile, foreshadowing here, I'm starting to get into F1, Drive to Survive, the Netflix show. And then Drake Relays happened. It was awesome. Best relays ever. The real graduation ceremony, because I had to wait for everyone else to catch up. I had my best golf score ever, 85. And then I left for Texas. Landed in Austin, living alone, meeting people, playing pickleball. I'm obsessed with pickleball now. Very obsessed. Other obsession, Formula One, as was just foreshadowed moments ago. I went to a U.S. Grand Prix, the Formula One kind. Jason and Pam came to visit. I started a new job, but that's actually four things ago. <laughs> Very subconsciousness. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I moved away, and I'm living in a new city, in a new state, uh, twenty-five thousand miles away from where. How I many? Grew up. Ten thousand miles away. Okay. Is that that's not right? It's like 6,500 miles away. So you said 25, you said 25,000 first, then it went to 10,000 and now it's 6,500. It's, it's, I think four, maybe max thousand, two to 4,000, two to 4,000. I'm, I'm finding out right now as we speak. Oh, it's only 1100. Okay. Oh, you don't share your location with me, which is weird because you just doxed yourself. So I don't know why you wouldn't share it. Well, you know where I'm always at now. You can come find me. So that was a little bit of a choppy recap of me in the last year. Popcorn Adam. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, I'll round out uh, with starting out with um, 1920 South First Street, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55454, apartment 303. That's the Riverview Tower for those of you keeping track. Um, if you have, if you would like to send any gifts oh, in your, you know, our podcast, I will, accept, I will accept the fan mail uh, at the aforementioned P.O. box. Thank you. Don't send any bombs. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You won't get it probably like the, the bomb bombs delivery. not allowed. Yeah, we'll go to the mail room first and then I won't have to deal with it. Um, I sent Jason a bomb in the mail. <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> More on that later. More on that later, Eric, the Unabomber. Um, <laughs> no, I also the- started writing a screenplay about. Oh, geez. More on that later. What? The okay. Unabomber. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Um, last year. So... I think the the last before the last or at post our last podcast, I went to college. Um, I remember one of our podcast episodes was about me going to college, and I ha- I yeah. have subsequently went to college. <laughs> um, and it was great. great. I had a whole freshman year. It was great. Uh, a lot of 
theater, a lot of acting, a lot of fun things, some highlights, class like yoga class, African dance class. Um, yeah, acting had a little performance that Jason and Eric and the fam saw at the end of uh, that year. Shout out to people who went. You know who you are. Shout out to the narcoleptics. Wait. Whoa. What? Kleptomaniacs. Oh, <laughs> yes. My scene was about me being a, a kleptomaniac with my good friend, Ani Tenoyan. Shout out. Shout out. Um, Let's also and, just take a pause and okay, sorry. recognize the narcoleptics too. We, I didn't mean to gloss over them. <laughs> they matter. Narcoleptics. Narcoleptics. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a moment to react to people, the people who have strokes too. Like speaking like that, um, narcolepsy. Yeah, think about it. Um, then I had subsequently had finished my year of school, and then I went to I worked at a YMCA summer camp with children, with stinky kids all summer, and that was it. Was fine. It was good. Uh, I learned. What did I'll you leave you it learn? at that. Oh. Um, Learn how to like speak to children and like how to handle children, which is a good skill uh, in life, I suppose, if you plan to become a parent. Not anytime soon, um, but if you'd like a child. Uh, did that, and now I'm back at school. Um, and I'm sophomore year, uh, and I'm living in this apartment. It's great. Um, I should refer back to my notes here before I stray too far. You haven't been bombed yet? Haven't haven't been bombed yet, but nobody sent me a package. Okay. You haven't had a single package? No. Oh. Uh, I, no. 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 I have had packages. I have had packages. So you lied. Um. Yeah, that's true. But no, no packages with bombs in them. Only some. Only a gift or two, and a, a pair of shoes I recently bought from yourself. Um. For myself. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway, more recently, I turned twenty. Ooh, turned the oh. old two zero. 20 years old. Um, don't feel any different. And then uh, I'm currently working on a Shakespeare show, Pericles. If you're in town, uh, March 31st, April 1st, and April 2nd, come see it. $15. University of Minnesota Theater and Dance.com forward slash Shakespeare's something. And honestly, you can give them Check a donation too. I donated five bucks. To the program? Yeah, Patron of just five bucks, and I just did not disable it. Oh, well, I, I'm sure that'll be felt very, very much. Thank you. You're, Thank yes, you. you're welcome. Um, I think that's sort of it. And now I'm up to now. Um, and I, yes, I'm just in class. I'm really getting into a stage combat class. Love it. Love it. Fighting, I love it. Um, and I've also in a fencing class, so I'm getting a lot of sword fight, a lot of sword fighting in my life right now, which is uncommon, but welcome. You find all this fighting in your classes is causing your anger levels to rise daily. Are you just more mad now? Or maybe less, no, less mad. No, I'm actually, uh, really happy because it's so every time you pick up a sword, it's, it's still, it always feels badass. Okay, it always feels cool, and f playing with swords is always cool. Let it be known they're dulled swords, not dangerous, but it's good. I don't get I don't get bored of it. I don't get bored of fighting with swords. 
You um, would do well in the Middle Ages, I fear. Um, maybe. <laughs> if I didn't get the Black Death or something like that. That's fair. That, that's my spiel. That's my spiel for now. Popcorn yeah. spilled. It's over. Popcorn's dead. Burn the popcorn, such as Burn our it. mother. Such as? PG-13. We're not doing it. Not yet. Oh, can you okay. hear that? Sorry. That was good. Thank it's you. hard to summarize your life, isn't it? When you just sit down and it's like you're on the spot, even though we've had time to prep and I wrote down some action items for everyone. But even me sitting here, it's a long time to recap. It is. A lot happens, mm-hmm. which is weird because it feels to me in the last eight months that time flies. Has time been speeding up hmm. for you? I feel like time goes faster when you start a job, like a nine to five job. Mm, because of the monotony? I don't know. Maybe it has to do with that or like, I, I don't know. It just feels very different. You know, like when you're in summer break or whatever, like the days feel like the weeks are pretty long. But then like when you're working, you're like, oh my God, it's Friday or something. Like the time yeah. has flown. It was just Monday. I don't know. It must yeah. be some sort of the, the repetition of it. I don't know. Someone in psychology, please let us know. No, I believe that is probably it. You know, Unless, I've... Ooh. Can I jump in here? <laughs> go ahead, Adam. Go um, ahead. I piggyback off that. Um, I, I can't remember where it was recently, but some professor TikTok. or teacher uh, said... No, I actually don't have TikTok. Yeah, I know. No, I send I, you a hundred TikToks. A day, I did, and he has to watch not them in a, browse. Not right? an elitist, elitist statement. If you'd like to send me TikTok, <laughs> my number is 651-202-5722. And let's just get the address again in case we want to mail you a TikTok. Uh, 1920 South 1st Street, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55454. Riverview Tower, apartment 303. Anyway, um, I was going to say about the time flying notion. Somebody yeah. told me that your brain only perceives uh the like time or a period of time in terms of like memories like you you're basically like your your reconstruction of the past is just sequential memories and all the time in between memories is just cast out you don't remember it um so if you make more memorable things happen a period of time will seem longer because you have more memories of it whereas time flies when you're like don't have uh, very many memories. So you're not really, you know, like present or like really remembering what you're doing or where you're at. Mm -hmm. That's very similar to a TikTok that I heard about. If you do something new every day or all the time, prioritize new things, even small new things, it makes time seem to go slower. I think it's just because it draws you back into the present and you notice it more. Yeah. Whereas we were flowing through our days kind of unconscious on autopilot most of the time, if it's the same. Here, here. Here, here. I like that. Yeah. What'd you guys do um, this weekend? It's Sunday, by the way. We're recording on a Sunday night. We're recording. It's a nice way to cap off the weekend. Yeah. Um, what did I do? Oh, I went to busy weekend. Um, Friday, Went to, um, so 
I don't know if there are any of our listeners. Oh, we have five minutes left on this. So we have to take a break in five minutes. But um, went to, so anyone who watches Drag Race, um, RuPaul's Drag Race will know that it airs on Friday nights. It's kind of insane for something to air then because people yeah. are wanting to go out. <laughs> um, but what that allows for is that bars will like play it. So oh. you could, there's like viewing parties at bars. So my friend Elena and I um, went, shout out to Elena, went to a viewing party out Friday night. So we did that. And then on Saturday, went to a show, Legally Blonde the Musical. Have you heard of it? Regional oh, production. Boy. And one of our mutual friends from college, Carly Hennon, also shout out, uh, <laughs> was in it, was in the um, in the cast. And it was actually very <gasps> good. Um, like, because it was kind of like, it's sort of for Hastings people, it's like Black Dirt Theater, but they do like year-round musicals. So it's what like, theater company? Uh, Ashland Productions. Ah, are they are they taking applications? Uh, I think it's like auditions. You mean? Ah, usually yes. there's auditions. That's the word. Yeah, um, they do. Uh, and anyway, so like, it was actually a huge cast. Like, I kid you not, there's like a hundred people. No, maybe not, but like at least sixty. And a lot of them were like teenage girls, teenage women, and probably twenties, et cetera, et cetera. Um, which is sort of what that cast needs. Like yeah. there's a lot of women in the cast, which is good because not and newsies is kind of like all men, <laughs> all these other like really popular shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but the vocal, like the vocals were so good. Um, I was really blown away by that. I was surprised. And we had a lot of understudies and they were, I didn't, they didn't seem like understudies. So I was oh. pretty impressed oh. with that. I got um, a lot of depth then in their rosters. Yeah. And they had, Two, count them, two live dogs. Oh, wow. Shut up. They're small, small dogs, but. Uh, were they let to run free on the stage or held? Um, they were kind of, one was this sort of standing at some points, and then one was in a purse. If you've seen oh, yeah, I was going to say, isn't, isn't one inside Reese Witherspoon's character's purse? Yeah. What's its name? Brutus? Brutal? So no, that's not right. Something like that. Anyways. Wow. Um, and now it's Sunday, and this is sad news um, for our no. listeners and for us. Grammys what? are tonight, and we did not get any nominations for our podcast. Oh. <laughs> uh, we didn't do a good prep. Our publicists failed us. I actually don't know. Do well, they give here's Grammys the thing. to podcasts? Here's the thing. We don't need to be getting all down because <laughs> technically we didn't release a podcast in 2022. This is true. We last time was <laughs> over 400 days ago. I don't so know. If, I don't know if it's Jan one even to, eligible to December 31st for the window. But yeah, we've certainly missed it either way. <laughs> we had enough buffer on both sides of 2022 to miss it. <laughs> and unfortunately, just to clear the buffer. air, um, we didn't get nominated for the 2021 <laughs> Grammy Awards either. Right, but that's early. You can't expect in our first yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, we need to the pressure's off. So yeah. we need a runway, some traction here. So exactly. True. Grassroots. Which is what we have. Right now we have momentum. That's on our side. And if there's anything people love, it's a it's a revival here. You know? Comeback story. Revival, uh, remake. Reboot. I say revival, you know, also the revival of like Jesus Christ. They loved it then. Well, some people loved it. <laughs> some people did. Yeah, I thought it. they got up in riots. 
and I'm not a biblical historian, so I don't really know. <laughs> we have but less it than seems a minute. Like a pretty cool thing. Um, so I guess anyone want to say really quickly something about their weekend before we break? And we oh, don't have any sponsors. Zoom? We don't have any sponsors, so, you, so it won't be a break for you guys. <laughs> yeah, right after this break, join us, and we're going to talk about Eric's weekend. And my weekend as well. <laughs> Not Adam's. I just Not meant the mine. first thing. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for taking that. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'll send the link. In the okay, I'll play some outro music or something. Woo! All right. Thanks for taking a break with us and checking out those awesome ads. And please, uh, we should have asked you to rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Give It'll us a five-star. Yeah, even just a sentence on Apple. You, yeah, you Apple don't even Music. need to. Um, I think there's no words on Spotify, so just give us that rating, one through five stars. Right, you have no excuse not to. So give us a five, or I will find your address and send you a bomb. <laughs> I think that's a threat. It's definitely a threat. <laughs> uh, it has to be actualized for it to be a crime. So, well, my <laughs> anyway, roommate is Eric, in law school. We'll e figure that Eric, out. Eric, how was your weekend? Let's go there. Let's take it there. Let's do it. You know what? This weekend was really freaking awesome. It was. Last weekend was meh. This weekend was awesome. Perfect. So, in Texas this week, the temperatures dropped to a freezing, literally, 30 degrees. Mm. And that's and, cold for Texas. And 250,000 people were without power. Wow. Really? Not me. Not me. Yeah. No, oh. half of the Austin Energy's customers lost power for four days. Oh, my God. Which is pretty insane, right? That's not good. It's because all the trees frosted over. And they were near the power lines, something like that. They I'm really a little bit to, ignorant myself. Yeah, well, you're freaking in, in the rich area, <laughs> so you don't get affected. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but but here's the thing. My building loses power all the time, but not to weather, <laughs> only to construction. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. But anyway, so this weekend, Friday... Oh, back to the weather. This is why I introduced the weather. It was cold all week. And then Friday got up to like 65, same Saturday. And today it was 75 and sunny. It was beautiful. So Friday, I went to play pickleball as I do every day of the week. <laughs> and then um, we went to a friend's hot tub and we just hung out in the hot tub and had a good time, grilled up some meats and then had some drinks and it was a really good evening. Nice. I think that might be the only hot tub in Austin. <laughs> most places do not have them for obvious reasons. It's hot most of the time. Mm -hmm. But this apartment complex had two hot tubs. Whoa. Above, like not above one. ground units? Not like, one. They were on the roof. But were they like like a normal hot tub like you could buy? Or are they like built in sort of thing? Oh, built in. Nice. In the middle of the pool. Oh, whoa. Mm -hmm. Ritzy. Very ritzy and palm trees on the roof. Wow. Dear God. Two of them <laughs> to match. I'm sensing a theme. <laughs> How many regular pools are there? A one to one hot tub to palm tree ratio. And you know how many hamburgers I had that night? Do that? Two of them. Three. Oh. Nice. So that was Friday. Saturday, 
I got up, kicked it for a five and a half miler. It was awesome. <laughs> Run, that is. And then, oh, and then we went over to a friend's house where it was his, his friends were, his hometown friends were visiting. And so we were all going to join and have a good time and then maybe go out to a, a bar afterwards, which we did. But we ended up like having the pregame per se for five hours. And that was the best part. We played Get This. Well, one, I learned a new drinking game, mm-hmm. which is called, if you want to get into it, do you want to know what it is? Sure. Yeah. It's called Connections. It's a card, card-based card game, a 52-deck card-based game. 52-card-deck-based game? Yes. Thank you. Thank you for patching that up for me. <laughs> so 52 decks player, you use. Each, each <laughs> player, imagine there's six players. Each player is dealt five cards. You don't look at your cards. Face them down. Pile them up, though, nicely. Stack them together neatly. Then we'd go around taking turns, flipping one card. From then on, we go around until the cards are all flipped. But at any point, if your adjacent neighbors have the same suit or number, that's a connection. And you both have to drink the number on your card. That many sips. Okay. So let's say I start. I have an ace of spades. Obviously, nothing happens then because my, my card's the only one. Jason goes. He pulls up the two of spades. Uh-oh, we have a link. Now, I would drink ace amount, so 13. It was high. Oh, jeez. high. <laughs> <laughs> 14, actually. Wait, yeah. no, it has to be 13. King's 13. Oh, I guess if your two is the first number. Okay. So we're skipping one. Altogether. Yeah. Mm. Dear God. It was a cool. It was a cool drinking game. And then afterwards, they pulled out. I kid you not, an aggravation board. <gasps> Looked like it was made on Etsy. It was very nice. Wow, wooden and all. Oh my god. But but this was a different aggra- for the listeners. Aggravation is a game that our grandparents had back in the day, and we would play it as kids. And I kid you not, it was aggravating. <coughs> I think I I won all the time. Okay. Back in the day. Well, we'll have to see it. That's but, anecdotal evidence, but okay. Exactly. And here's the thing, though. Aggravation, that game, the old one we played, mm-hmm. is dice-based. Mm-hmm. You roll dice to move your, your marbles. This one is more like sorry. It's like a half mix of sorry and aggravation where you use cards to move that value. But five of the cards have special things Oh, where you mm-hmm. can swap spots with someone else. Or you can go back for. I think it might be exactly the sorry rules. It's just sorry, but you have to. Uh, I guess aggravation was like you when you go home, it's in an order, kind of like trouble. Is it like that? Yes. Versus like, yeah. Um, yeah. sorry, still, you just get everyone into yes. your home base. Right. And you can't, order. you can't. There were some slight rules variations, but it was awesome. It was a great, wholesome board game night. Mm. Everyone was super into it. And. Here's the thing. It was a six player. It was three V three team based. So if you finish now, you still, uh, you have your cards, but you can move either teammates marbles as well Ah, to help out camaraderie. Nice. Yeah. So that was super awesome. 
And then today I played a lot more pickleball. I played in the morning and then we had brunch at a cool place. And then I went to go play more pickleball. And then I came back here. Huh. Wow. Dang, pretty interesting. There we go. Okay, well, that sounds like fun. I'll pick it up there, I guess. Yeah, go ahead, Adam. Uh, well, Friday, <clears throat> Friday night, uh, rehearsal, Pericles rehearsal, as I have most nights. Friday nights, seven to ten p.m. Sounds nice. a little grueling, but prime hey, time. I have good good fun. Then Saturday, wouldn't you know it? Rehearsal as well, noon to five rehearsal. Um, it's all good though. I enjoy it quite a bit. But after post noon to five rehearsal, my my lovely girlfriend Jenna has made a visit to me, um, and so we uh, hung out. We were we hung out tonight. We went. We ordered some Chinese takeout. Mm. Great, it's great. And then we watched uh, a bunch of TikToks of this uh, lady on TikTok. I don't remember her name because if you recall, I don't have TikTok. Um, uh, I don't. I don't remember her name, but she was making some heinous food creations. Like mm-hmm. uh, maybe it, for some of our listeners, might ring a bell. This lady who uh, cooks. She. She. A lot of her recipes involve throwing uncooked pasta into the oven in like a large bake. Um, uncooked pasta with some like cream and chicken stock, and then bakes it for like forty minutes, and then somehow the pasta's cooked. I don't know how that works at all, but certainly overcooked. Uh, is there water? Yeah, there's, there's there's just broth, really. Oh yeah, you boil and, and, liquid. And then she puts like pounds and pounds of cheese in it, as well as like the center of the pan is a whole block of cream cheese too, or something. I don't know. I think I've seen that. Uh, yeah, they were kind of kind of crazy, but I like. Have you ever I, thought I about making one of her recipes? Well, n- probably not because her recipes, the sheer amount of ingredients she puts in is like one like. Pasta, the one like baked pasta is probably like sixty or seventy dollars worth of ingredients, and God knows I'm not going to be doing that. Is it like uh, kind of those? Uh, there's like videos of like white moms sort of doing the. I guess it's kind of I'm saying exactly what you're saying, but like heinous creation where they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is my favorite thing," and it's like so scary what they're doing, like throwing like craft singles in there, and then like like a, a chicken breast or something unseasoned, and it's. They're like, we're throwing it in. Uh, kind of, kind of. Like, uh, I, I think to some extent they looked pretty good, but like, it was still okay. like, like, just like, so like the most would be so horrible to eat. Like, just <laughs> terrible Wait, for so you. Wait, so you spent an entire night watching no, these TikToks? No, we, well, we got the Chinese food, you know, eating it, we're chatting, and then we got to watching those, and the time passes, mm. and... We did There's a, a mo- we did a Monday New York Times crossword as well. Oh, very nice! <clears throat> nice. Shout, shout out to Jenna getting into the New York Times crosswords. Uh, Wait, then, I think I did the Monday to this week as well. I don't know nuts. that it was nuts. Uh, this Monday's. Actually, it might oh. have been a different. It might have been just. I don't know. It was a Monday. It was a random Monday. But then today, uh, woke up, um, and we went to this wonderful coffee shop in. Uh, Minneapolis called Fragment Coffee. Yeah, North Loop. Uh, no, there's actually one closer to me uh, across oh, the river. And it's, and it's, if you can look at pictures, it is an incredible, like it's in like a, the bottom floor of like a, probably like some sort of office administrative building, but the interior is immaculate. The furniture is amazing. And there's like, 
green painting of the walls. It's and it's huge and there's so much natural light. And the coffee was also fantastic. Highly recommend that um, fragment on St. Anthony, Maine. How dare you? I'm on a coffee break. I'm sorry. Well, you won't be going to this coffee shop anytime soon. I'll tell you no, that. It's okay. It's it's over tomorrow. Oh, oh right. you're doing dry January, but for coffee, not alcohol. Dry first week of February with coffee. <laughs> Although, so I was planning to do a full week starting on Tuesday, last Tuesday, mm. to sort of reset my caffeine system, right? Whatever part of the body that... Sure, your tolerance. You, regulates you, the caffeine and uses it to rev you up. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I've stopped. Oh, Tuesday and Wednesday were... Thursday was hard, too. With I really wanted a cup of coffee. It, I think I can't tell if it's the habit of drinking coffee or the actual caffeine itself that Should I wanted. Should you get decaf? I thought about that, but I thought that's immoral. Well, that's I cheating. Mean, in, I, I don't uh, think inherently <laughs> it's not, but uh, immoral. Okay, maybe next time I'll do that. Where it's good for last night, control versus zero. Last night, someone ordered me a vodka Red Bull. <laughs> you said like Jeff lots of caffeine. <laughs> A vodka. So my rebel. caffeine fast. I have caffeine fast. It was ended. I didn't want to be rude. They already bought and it. This morning, and they're handing it so to then you. So this morning I had another coffee. Hmm. Nice. Because I had three and a half hours of sleep. Oof. And why was That's that? All right. I feel I feel great right now. It's the night before. The night it, before. My upset stomach. I had a very upset stomach at four a.m. Was it like gut rot or was it like food related? Which I guess isn't mutually exclusive. It's probably gut rot. I'm guessing. Yeah. But yeah, it was like heartburn in my stomach. And the only way I could describe it is an upset stomach, <laughs> which I've heard all throughout childhood. And I was like, you know what? I wouldn't ever think that I would call this an upset stomach, except for what I was feeling last night. Hmm. So I, like, had a I was like ache. writhing in my bed. I was like, oh, I can't even focus on anything but this pain. So then I drank some water, and then I was like, I need something. So I made some rice in my rice cooker. <gasps> and you have a rice cooker? Yes. I also you have a rice cooker. You got one for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And I know. saw that, and I said, I want one. Hmm. So as soon you as I got the same the, one? I, no, I got the only model that was in HEB when I went. Sure. What is that? Okay. HEB? It's a grocery store chain in Texas. Oh. It's okay. glorious. It's like Hy-Vee. Sure, sure. And you like to make rice now. H-E-B. But you know what? I'm pretty sure the guy, it's initials. The founder's last name, I'm pretty sure is Butt. <laughs> and I'm going to I'm gonna fact check that right now. That's but I think that's true. Yes. Howard E. Butt. With, with one two or, T's. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, Howie. Well, That's I, so Howard he, E. Butt. Set, setting the scene here, he's he's like, I re- oh my god, my calling is to make a grocery store food grocery. chain, and then he saw Walmart, and he was like, oh my god, that would be great. I can use my last. Oh, I can't Ooh. use my last name. But Mart. <laughs> so then he had <laughs> went with his PR people, marketing people, and said branding, and if they had that. And it was like, listen, people, we got to come up with something. And then just the uh, monogram or whatever that. And they said, what about Heb? Heb? Does Heb sound good? And then he said, wait, hold on. I think you're onto something. Not quite there. H-E-B. Oh, so it's like. Then he said, wait, 
That's my initials. Oh, <laughs> in is it like H dot E dot B dot with dots? Oh, no, with hyphens. Oh, that's even scarier. Whoa, hang I, on. I wouldn't have gone there. <laughs> yeah, let me speak with them. Hyphens. So that you have, if you, because you can't pronounce it that way. If there was just periods, people might still say Heb, but you yep. literally have to say each letter. Yes. Hmm. And their slogan is, here, everything's better. Oh, God. A, no comma, no comma. So here, everything's better. Oh, instead of here, comma, fine. everything's better. <laughs> I don't know if you would. Not for us to say. Mm-hmm. But you enjoy rice. I love my rice cooker. I almost, I bow down to it now. <laughs> Nearly. Not physically. Because it's not on your counter. It's on the floor. I'm the type of cooker who wants to do the least cooking possible. And so setting something in there and pressing two buttons is my heaven. And honestly, it cooks well. Nice. And what is your, what is your preferred grain of rice? Right now I'm on that Uncle Ben shit. So and and is that just like a, a brown? Oh. Is it like a is it a long rice? Is it a long grain? I, I think it's I think it's long grain. I've got both white and brown in the cupboard. Of course, I switch off. Nice. Do you pair so it? Trying to, the to discern which one I like more. Oh. I don't pair it. No. I would think like I usually just drown it in some teriyaki sauce. Sure. And then chicken. And then chicken, or Broccoli. what I've been on lately is some of these Beyond Beef. Meatless meat. Wow. Mm, plant-based. Progressive. Impossible burger. Now, do you prefer impossible or beyond? I think that's pretty... So here's the thing. I've been getting beyond for weeks now, ever mm-hmm. since I've been starting, ever since January. And I just did a curbside pickup today at Heb. Uh-huh. They said... Ooh, we had to swap out some items. We don't have a few things. One of them being Beyond Beef. They swapped it for Impossible Meat. So I will have the answer next episode. <laughs> you okay? Which nice. will come in another 468 days. 487 days. days. Ah, sorry, close enough. Okay, that's interesting. I would like to call attention back to um, qu- a quick Wikipedia search of HEB. It was founded by... Uh, Howard Butt's mother, Florence Butt, actually. <laughs> and after his no return but. from a World War One, he returned and changed the name to H-E-B. And so what was it before that? usurped the title. It was, it was the C.C. Butt Grocery Store. C. Butt? C.C. Butt? Florence is, she was wrong for that. Well, I see, I'm sure Howard, you know, came back from World War One, having no patience for whatever reason and whatever was like, Florence this and this cannot be the name of this, this legacy. And he's pivoted it to the right direction. Can you imagine just for a second being 18 Howardy Butt, you're being sent off to World War One, and... Your last name's Butt. Private and Butt. On, <laughs> private Private Butt is, is stitched onto your I'm, jacket. I'm absolutely hoping Private Butt. I'm hoping he went That's in like addressed. as a what's right above what's right above private. What's like the next level? It's Ooh, like yeah, if you do Razi, you get to be that. I think you corporal. Get to, no, you get to be one one level up than private, and I don't remember what it is. Are we thinking? Not to inside? literally. Say it again. Ensign? Ensign. Oh, that doesn't sound 
perfect. No, doesn't sound right. I don't think well, they're, they're in order. Colonel, Colonel Butt. I'm probably his Colonel. Colonel it's definitely Colonel Butt. Butt. No, that seems could be Lieutenant. Lieutenant. Lieutenant Butt. See, that's just a really unfortunate name because any any uh, any title you put before it just sounds silly. Captain Butt. Come on. Commander Butt? Admiral. Come on. Admiral Butt. Okay. General Butt? It's probably Corporal, because there's Private, Private First Class, Corporal, Sergeant, yes, Staff Sergeant. Corporal. Not to literally support the uh, uh, military industrial complex. Give them airtime. Well, that, that doesn't... They excuse, even shoot we're not supporting. We're just, it's just information here. I, well, we're giving them airtime. No what such thing as a free lunch. Balloon sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> um, the Twitter discourse about the spy balloon is pretty funny. Mm. Um, what like how? Um, well, one I said this is going to be a deep cut, so sorry to alienate half our fan base. Was about if anyone has seen the movie Cats or the play. Um, ooh, ooh, actually- I'm kind of maybe spoiling it. Mm. <laughs> That's fine. Nobody's going to go out and watch. Okay, spoiler alert. Skip ahead 15 seconds. Um, Grizabella, the glamour cat, goes yes. gets to go to heaven at the end. She wins. And she goes to cat heaven and she takes a hot air balloon and they say, it was like basically saying that it was her balloon that got shot down. <laughs> no, she was trying to go to the heavy side layer. Yeah. The heavy side layer. Exactly. They said <laughs> Grizabella was shot down on her way to the heavy side layer. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which is Jennifer you guys Hudson. Have both seen cats? We saw cats oh. together oh. at the Orpheum. I was thinking Coolidge right away. No, no, no. That'd be funny. No, we've seen the, the live <laughs> production. Not the uh, Taylor Swift vehicle. It's a great production. Okay. Oh, no. And vehicle? <laughs> <laughs> that's what you say when it's a movie that's propelling their career forward. I don't know about that <laughs> second part, though. <laughs> it was a movie. It was a movie. Um, <laughs> a movie. <clears throat> um, but funny. actually, to you know, go really, really far back, uh, I never finished my weekend, but that's okay. And we I, so I knew now I'm doing it again, but I knew a minute into when I started that, I was like, I just cut into them into his weekend. It's okay. It's okay. There's no turning back. We had some great discourse because of it. I just wanted to bring it back so I could have that personal closure for myself. Um, and you know, after the coffee shop went to punch pizza, great pizza. And then I went to a bookstore. I went to a used bookstore and got some books. Um, yeah, name them. And oh, well, of favorite course. book that you got? A bit of a, a bit of a, a classic, uh, classics guy. I got Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, I read that in high school. I I have not. I'd love to read it. And then I also got uh, a, co- a a collection of Sherlock Holmes mysteries. Of course, and then an Oxford edition of Shakespeare's Richard the Third. Now, was nice. that some scenes of that? In your fall production? Yes, yes. I knew yes. it. Shout out Carter Graham playing oh, Richie the Third. Richie. Shout out to mom, shout out to mom. Um. Anyways, I feel like we should segue into some of our, uh, so, like some, some sort of games we have going on here. Um, yeah. News is fun, but people love competition and we're... I fear our narcoleptic listeners are, you know, drifting away. <laughs> and we support them. We love them. Thanks. We love them. We love them. But thanks for, no, I can't say listening, but being there. Or with sleeping. Hey, if thanks. you're sleeping through this, 
We love you for it. Thanks for turning it on. Or maybe maybe you've turned on the ep- set by like two episodes ago and you fell asleep and you're just now waking up and it's been <laughs> auto-playing the episodes and we're here right now. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Good Even morning, if unwillingly. Sunshine. The Earth so, says hello. The game that we have brought today... Of course. ...is called Logophiles. Mm-hmm. And da, that da, da. is a segue into what the hell is this game? Logophile, if you don't know, means lover of words. So today we brought maybe five each, three to five each words that we've come across in the wild, the wilderness that we've come upon, and words that made us go, hey, hang on a second. I've never seen that. That can't be a real thing. And we look it up. And then we write it down and we bring it back here for us and for your own learning or just entertainment. I probably won't remember to use any of these words ever in my life, mm-hmm. but I thought they were awesome. Excellent. Okay. And why do you, th- let's, let's just first quick discussion. Why do you guys love words? Um, I love a little repartee, some wordplay, um, I just think it's you know there's this there's this movement to um, be more succinct and use words that are more widely known when speaking and I do think that has its place but I don't think we should forget all the words that have been created that um, you know are more specific maybe a bit more obscure don't get used a lot. Um, shout out to mm-hmm. Carrie Melhop Jagger for this one. Um, but her one thing she said that stuck with me was, "There's no such thing as a synonym, truly, because mm-hmm. words they may have similar meanings. Okay, maybe that's the definition of synonym. I don't know. But as far as no two words mean the exact same thing, um, and so there's always like two words could be similar, but there's more. There might be more connotation or a, a, a different actual meaning." context to them so a synonym is a word or phrase that means exactly or nearly okay. the same as another word gotcha but anyways interesting so maybe true synonym is mm-hmm. isolating yeah. the exact yeah. um yeah i don't know i just think it's yeah fun and using big words i ooh, it's impressive Love but it. it's kind of just like yeah mm-hmm. for me one of my core values is and how always has been efficiency and specifically reading Frank Herbert's Dune works. I find that he pulls out these words that aren't used at all that often. I'm guessing most readers that read the books don't know these words, but you look it up and you go, Oh my God, that's like six words that he could have used, but combined into one, one okay, word. Interesting. So if you have an example, Inficiency meaning. I think maybe like four out of five of my examples are from Dune. So fantastic. Children of Dune, that is. Ooh, all right. Which I finished. More on that later. (laughs) I finished book two, Dune Messiah. More on that later. Yeah. Oh, that last chapter where you're going. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have have the next book to read, but continue. No, Adam. Yeah, why do you why do you love words? As someone who's 
who's going into the profession of saying words. Oh, I love saying words. Um, uh, it's just, it's, it's really, you fun. can't find it's them. Re- <laughs> it's really fun. I remember, I remember words learning extensively about, uh, that like words, at least from a, from an acting standpoint, um, have such a, just the physical sounds of the words and the, like the, there's inherent feeling in just the sounds, not even like the meaning of the word, but just like the sounds of like the consonants and the vowels, um, that can convey a message already. So even if you, so that's why you're sort of, you could maybe understand the emotion or the intention behind something in a different language, because you can hear just the sounds, just the sounds of, of letters and people making noise. Um, but also just, I like for the same reasons, Jason said words, I like, you know, keeping English alive and deep and has a lot of depth. But, and speaking of, I'll just start with a, with a word I've got here. If you'd like. Sure. I just have one comment. Oh, Oh, my comment was going to be slight, um, story anecdote, but in going off what you said, Adam, about the, like the words sound, um, in show choir, um, when you go to competition, sometimes there's critiques and like a someone, like a person in the industry sort of gives you, um, uh, advice or like a tips. Um, and one that we had like a, like a vocal sort of coach help out in one of the things they said that I still remember is, um, every word or make every word an onomatopoeia. Um, and an onomatopoeia is like a word that sounds like what it is so usually it's like pop or bang um but you what you should do when you're like singing is is this example is sort of make every word that way so like um i don't know the word love like really sort of make how you're saying it really envelop what it means and i feel like you can do that with almost every word probably but just something to like keep in mind right yeah that's good i like that Right. So let's try and let's try and do that with just <laughs> ten minute warning again on our Zoom call. Oh gosh. Okay. But we can easily restart. We'll do this. Hey, well, let's play the game, and then we can go into the wrap up. Yeah. Perfect. We're right. my we're rusty at this. Forgive us. Yeah, it's okay. Listeners. It's okay. It's okay. We'll get back into it. My first word is cruciferous. Okay. okay. And wait, what so is the game? Do we the guess rules it? Of the game. <laughs> yes. Um, it's uh, I will say the word and you try to spell it and or define the word just from hearing it. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll easily spell that shit. Okay. Kiki Palmer. Akila and the B. Cruciferous. C. You have to say it first. Cruciferous. You know I won five out of six spelling bees in the fifth grade. Cruciferous. <laughs> Stop it. Cruciferous. Go cruciferous. Yep. That's okay. what I said. Okay, just making sure. I got to say it like an onomatopoeia, though. Cruciferous. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I, at least that's an allusion to what I think it's defined as. Okay. Cruciferous. C-R-U-C-E-R-I-F-E-R-O-U-S. Cruciferous. Is that right? That is right. That is right. I would have Jason's not gone there. head went like this. No, you can, not that you can see my head either, but he went. Because <gasps> I was somewhere, thinking. Somewhere along the eye. I was thinking more like the word coniferous, like the forest, and then adding a few letters, but basing it off of that. 
Jason, take your guess. Well, that's one point for me. So wait, but I can't guess for the spelling. I know you can. We'll alternate. Okay. Who gets to spell? Okay, and I'm guessing the word. And who gets to define? I like that. Let's alternate. Okay. So for, you define sure. this one. Okay, so um, I'm just gonna sort of go Latin root here because I guess that's sort of how you would do that. Wait, language of origin. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think we have. We don't have access to that. Oh my god. Okay. Use it in a sentence? No, that's... It's Latin. Latin origin. Yeah, okay, obviously. We don't need sentences. I was on the nose. It's so too easy. I'm, if we are both wrong, or if you're wrong, then we could get a sentence. Okay, so cruciferous. Yeah. I would go with the cruci. Uh, well, cruce is like cross. Um, so, and I'm in a here, I'm thinking more towards like, you know, a cross, like a, an X, but turned sideways. Um, so cr- like, but also maybe is that crucify. Um, and so it's an adverb for sure. Cruciferous. Wait, adjective. <laughs> um, it's an adjective. Yeah. Yeah. It's an adjective. So it's something to be like, um, <laughs> describing an adjective of the word crucify, I guess is what I would say. Okay. So that's not correct. <laughs> okay. Um, now this is going to throw you for a loop here. I'll just read you the definition. Cruciferous means relating to or denoting plants of the cabbage family. Mm. So so it's a cruciferous vegetables um, are uh, cauliflower, cabbage, kale, bok choy. Shout out more on that later. Mm -hmm. Broccoli, Brussels sprouts are all cruciferous vegetables. And then finally, where did you find this? Um, I don't remember where. I just I just heard it recently. Oh. I think it was with Jenna or something. Cruciferous vegetables, and I was like, "Oh, that's a good word." Yeah, Jason, I was totally on the same wavelength. I was like, "I was like, oh, that's definitely just." I know that's a bit of a different form of crucify, right? You and never I would have gotten that. I was assuming it wasn't because, a red herring. Yeah, exactly. I because that's the type of words we're going for. Exactly. All right, next word. Are we going around? Or do we want to rotate? Yeah, like Eric give one? Yeah, so now... Okay, so I'll give That's one. That's what I meant. That's what I Jason, meant. Yeah. Jason, spell it. Adam defines it. Okay. okay. All right. My word is... Adroitly. Adroitly. Um, okay. Here, here I go for spelling. Adroitly. A-D-R-O-I-T-L-Y. Adroitly. Nailed it. Okay, Nailed perfect. it. That was a pretty easy one. I, yeah, I, I figure some of these probably aren't hard to spell. Mm-hmm. All right, Adam. Um, if I had you to have g- any gut feeling here, if I had to guess, I would say um, it is. So it's an adverb. Is right, it right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and it, 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 does it uh, mean something like right next to or? Uh, like to, location based is it to the left of because i'm drawing on my french knowledge and if you're to say a droite means <laughs> to the left of <laughs> so you said adroitly means feels like it's uh, to the left of <laughs> or rather to the right of i think a droite is right and a gauche is left <laughs> wow um no Ah, oh, uh, the way you, the way you were smiling, I thought it was, he nailed it. No, but I mean, in French, he's right. But we're talking about English here. It came from the English so, language. 
So the definition, there's two definitions. Mm-hmm. I'll read them both. First one, with expert or dexterous use of the hands or body, semicolon, nimbly. Okay. Second one is, in a cleverly skillful, resourceful, or ingenious way. Oh. Really nothing in the word can give it away, right? It's not like it sounds like it is. It's not really onomatopoeic. If you please. Wow. Onomatopoeic. This one is uh, Lady Jessica. If you know Dune, Lady Jessica was is, doing, doing something adroitly. She's very adroit. Yes. All the Benny Jesuit women are, and men. More on that later. Oh, geez. Oh, hang on. No spoilers. Nope. Anyway, Jason, what's your word? Oh, my God. Okay, oh, I have yeah. a long list of words, and I didn't narrow them down, so I'm just doing that as I speak. Oh, okay. Um, I'll just do this one right here. Wait, where did you hear that? Oh, Dune. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I was looking things up and not listening. Um, I'll go here. This one I definitely want to do. The word is importune. Importune. All and right. Adam can go ahead and spell it. I M P O R T U N E. That is correct. It's very exactly how it sounds. And I will say, I believe I know the definition if Eric gets it wrong. <laughs> oh, wow. Do you? Because we're tied one point each right now. Correct. Yeah. Um, importune. Importune. I'm having trouble getting inopportune out of my head. Mm. Importune. And also, if you break it down, like on one of those card games, it sounds like importune. Importune. I'm going submerged. Okay, that is not correct. I have no idea. I have no idea. Adam. May I? Importune. I believe importune is a uh, a verb, and it's to give someone something, to bestow. You know, to give. Um. So that isn't correct, but you're correct about the verb. Shoot. Ah, uh, see, the imports doesn't have anything to do with that root. No, and it's it's sort of similar, Adam, but the opposite. So importune is like um to press or Take. urge with troublesome persistence. So like. If you're asking for something, but in so annoyingly, like you're really oh. insisting, beg, urge, solicit. Um, so that's what that means. Nice. Sure, sure. Nice one. Um, and I heard that because I was watching the, if anyone's familiar with um, with Star Kid Productions, um, it's a very Potter musical uh, you can watch on YouTube. Mm. A musical Harry Potter. Portoon. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, should we um, do just a, a quick break and then next oh, word? Yes. yes. Just a quick break. Cool, cool, cool. Don't fall asleep. Okay. We're back. So Adam, Adam's back. Adam's word? My word? Let's just do three to each. Yeah. Okay. We can, we can choose wise. We, cru- we can cruise along for the next few. Um, all right. Who, whoever, who, who's, anyway, but you, who, who is doing the spelling and is doing the definition? Oh, let's switch this time. So I'll spell yeah, Eric yeah, yeah. does the. 
Okay, okay. Back to back. Word Come is on, man. Exigency. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's only one decision I have to make in spelling it, and I'll make it now. Exigency. E-X. Here it is, the decision. E-X-E. Sorry, I started over. That's in, You can't do that. That's so rude. I'll, I'll start over one last time, and that's it. We'll allow it. E-X-E-G-E-N-C-Y. Exigency. Um, I don't know how to make a bell noise for incorrect, <laughs> but there would be a bell noise. Okay. <laughs> Ding! Oh, no. Wait, wait. Is it an I? It is an I, yeah. But that's the only difference? Yes. Exigency? Ex- Maybe exigency. it's in the pronunciation. Exigency? Exigency. Maybe exigency. I didn't hear it right. Oh, that's true. I should have gotten the IPA out here. <laughs> and you can read that? You had to learn that? And, you know, if we, if we, we, I don't, I don't know how strictly we're keeping track of points here, but if, you know, it comes down to it, I'll take that one. I'll <laughs> no, take that no. one on me. No, I'm just trying to make it seem like I wasn't wrong, but I anyway, was. Eric, what do you think the definition of exig- exigency is? <laughs> exigency sounds, um, do I, do I give you, do I give, do I give you the, um, like a people thing. Do I give you the part part of speech it is, or no? I think that's fine. Oh, well, because we've been guessing it so far, at least. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think. Yeah, we don't need it. We don't need it. Are you sure? Ex- exigency. I think. Um, I think it's an outcasting of someone from the tribe. No. No, it is not. Shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> what is it? An an exigency. It's a noun. And it is an urgent need or demand. Oh, like an emergency, but... An exigency, yeah. Interesting. Weird. Uh, I heard this in a, in, a, in a scene recently um, between some of my friends. They're they performing a scene in front of the class, and one character's playing a doctor, and he said, there are certain economic exigencies that you don't understand. <laughs> And I heard that. I was like, ooh, that's a good word. I like your pausing there when you delivered that. Is that how your castmate delivers it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was my good, that was my uh, Jeremy Bodie impression. That's the third person I've shouted out. Shout out. And they, all, they all go and get shout outs. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Okay, my word? Yeah. My word. Oh, my word. <laughs> is. My second word is boot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The word is beatific. <laughs> Say it again. Beatific. Okay. Beatific. The word is beatific. Adam, Who's spelling? You spell. Right? Oh, okay. Right? Because I spelled that yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. B-E-A-T-I-F-I-C. Nailed beatific. it. Nailed it. Oh, my God. Thank oh, you. Oh, then Good. to me. Yeah. Definition. Say it again. Beatific. Beatific. Um, I guess I want to say synonyms with beautiful, sort of like terrible versus terrific. Although I, that's a bad example because modern parlance of using terrific is not what it it used to mean. Like same word mm. as terrible, um, mm. but that's where I would go. So I would say um, relating to something beautiful, describing something as adjective. Yeah, that's pretty damn close. Nice one. 
it is bestowing bliss, blessings, happiness, or the like. Blissful or saintly. Pretty close. Okay. All very positive, you know, the the Bia root, I feel like you're right there. Yeah. Interesting, but slightly got a different, a little bit different meaning. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Give me my spelling word. I want to spell one. Um, wait, so it's me? Yeah, yeah, your word. Um, wait, where did you hear that? Oh, I think that was another Dune oh, one. Dune. Uh, yeah, probably. That sounds should, like Frank. Next, next time around, just write a little note where you found it, because I think yeah. I'm missing up all my words. Yeah. Okay. Um, I actually, for my last two, I'm only saying one now, but they're kind of phrases or like proper nouns. No, it's no, oh, they're okay. proper nouns. So there are a couple of words. Okay. Um, but the first one I have is Sword of Damocles. <clears throat> so I guess you could, spell. you could spell it if you, <laughs> if you want. Sword of Damocles? Yeah. Can I ask you to say it again? The so- Damocles part? Yeah. Sword of Damocles. I think I got it. S-W-O-R-D space space O-F space now here we go D-A-M-E-C-L-E-S ooh I know how it's spelled (laughs) do you know Damocles? Adam knows the sword he knows the Greek he knows all swords he's fencing well yes I know he spelled the sword uh, sorry S-W-O-R-D space O-F Space D A M O C L E S Damocles 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 and for the definition I'm not entirely sure uh, if I think the sword of Damocles is sort of a uh, term used for uh, well Damocles is I believe a ancient Roman uh, spirit of revenge <laughs> um, and so the sword of Damocles is sort of uh, akin to sort of a grim reaper's scythe that it is something that will kill somebody. Um, and Jason, did you hear this in, um, from Beetlejuice, the musical? Um, no, I didn't hear it from Mm. that. Okay. And I actually can't remember where I heard it from. I I started listing where I heard it after this one (laughs) on my list. Was I right though? Um, yeah. So, well, sort of Damocles, um, is usually used in a, in a longer phrase. Like, um, I think I heard it in pop culture happy hour, but, um, it's sure. Um, if you were saying the sword of Damocles is hanging over us, basically it's sort of impending. Okay, mm-hmm. if you say someone has the sword of Damocles hanging over their head, you mean they're in a situation in which something very bad could happen to them at any time. Mm, okay. Yes. Which is really for everyone. Right. Well, With like randomness. If, well, no, but it's more like oh, like if you have you know specific? some impending doom on the horizon, the sword of Damocles. Yeah. Like you would say, yeah. like, this deadline gotcha. is the sort of Damocles over me. Right and that's now. one that we could easily stick in our utility belt and pull that one out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's that. Next word, Adam. Not, not a spirit of revenge. That was just, uh, uh, oh. if, I don't know, if something I heard. Anyway. Mandela my, effect. My last word, my last word. We have avarice. Ooh. Avarice. Eric, you're back to spelling. No. Yep. Am I? Oh. We have three, so. 
Okay. I was going to say, I've heard this word. I know this word. Not entirely, but my memory may be jogged in the next minute. Avarice. A-V-A-R-I-C-E. Whoa. That is correct. Oh, my God. You keep spelling it correct, and it's never what I think it's going to be. Okay, Jason, what is the definition of avarice? I've seen the word, so I... Ah, I stored it away. Um, wait, can I, can I hear the spelling again? Because <laughs> I'm thinking of how I thought of it. A v a r i c e. That second a oh, being the so one like, that I'm sure threw you off. No, I thought it was avarice. The i s e. Oh, uh, that sounds like it would be avarized to me or something like that. So I was no, thinking avarice. I was thinking with no e at the end. I have no clue. I guess I'm going to start with with roots because that's. You gotta use, you gotta start somewhere. Yep. So Ave, Ave Avil, making me think of bird and or plane, aviation. Um, avian is like bird or something like that. Um, so I, I'm thinking it's something to do with flying. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, that's not correct. Mm-hmm. No, um, Eric, do you have any? Do you know? I don't think it's anything with flying. I think it's no. sort of a state. Um, avarice. It's a state of emotion, I feel like, and someone perhaps on the negative side of the spectrum, avarice, like angst, almost anger. No, I don't think that's correct either. No, no, no. no. Avarice is extreme greed or well, greed. um, An emotion on the negative side. Well, no, it's extreme greed for wealth and material gain. Greed? emotion yeah greed which is you know anecdotal i remember i think i first heard this uh if you look in dc comics uh, you know the green lantern core is famously they're uh they're powered by hope that's what powers it and if there is multiple other cores and there's an orange lantern core of which there's only one member and orange represents the uh uh, emotion of greed and so that's why there's only one member because he has all of the greed in the mm. whole world and that's what fuels him and mm. that was in the ryan reynolds Avarice. version right no there's no orange lanterns in the ryan reynolds one what color is the bad guy in the ryan reynolds version? yellow yellow lanterns are fear of course of course um all right green, green's courage green no, is will. hope Oh, oh it's will. no, it's Will. It's Will. You're right. Blue is hope. I'm sorry about that. Okay, sorry. Good thing we, we corrected that. Our, Red <laughs> is our nerd fans were going to come after us. Yeah. So good thing we fixed that. All right, next one, next one. Eric, I think that's you. Is it me? Yep. Okay, my last and... F- well, just my last <laughs> word. My last yeah. and final, okay. <laughs> Wordplay. It is... Recondite. Jesus Christ. Recondite is also another pronunciation. That helps with the spelling. Thank you. Does recondite it? or recondite. Wait, Who's do spelling? I spell? I feel like it might be me. What was your last so word, too. Eric? Did you spell adroitly? Yeah, you did. I so, did, yeah. yeah. So it's Adam. Oh. No, so no, no. I, that was my first one. Oh. So it's back to you. Oh, okay. I see. What, I see your okay, logic there. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. Say it again. I just forgot the word. I gave you the two pronunciations once more time. Recondite. It's late. Um, First one. Recondite. Second one. Recondite. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, we're just going to have to go for it. R-E-C-O-N-D-I-T-E. Not positive. Nailed it. Okay. You're good. So good at this. Um, recondite or recondite? Uh, I guess for the definition, I'd have to go with uh, someone, who, uh, a noun for someone whose purpose is reconnaissance to for recon. A, you know, a recondite. Oh. And? Um, no. So it's an adjective, actually. Ah, uh, figures. Mm. It is. Is dealing with very profound, difficult, or abstruse subject matter. Okay, go to abstruse. <laughs> what does that mean? Beyond ordinary knowledge or understanding. Okay. Esoteric. Little known, obscure. Those are the three definitions. Nice. Recondite. The condite. Okay. All right, Jason, last word. Bring us home. Last word. It's proper noun again. Um, who's spelling, Eric or Adam? Eric spelled uh, Damocles. Adam Adam's spelling. Well, that this Adam's Adam spelling. has an advantage here. He can probably get it just based okay. on I, I, what I know of his knowledge. He'll know how to spell it. So Thank this you. is Xanatos Gambit. <laughs> Two words. First word is Xanatos. Second is word Gambit. The Gambit. Gambit. Yeah. So I guess I will go with. Uh, Wait, hold on. Let me, let me think about it just to test my own knowledge. Xanatos. Yeah. Xanatos. Okay, go ahead, Adam. Probably X A N A T O S space G A M B I T. That's correct. Oh, that second A. I was going to go O there. Xanatos. No, Xanatos. Back to our pronunciation. <laughs> famously, the, famously. Xana. Yeah, Xana. Now, what Actually, does that mean? I don't know. That's up to Eric to find oh, out. Oh, up to me. <laughs> I forgot. Um, Xanatos Zen, of Gambit? Nope. Xanatos Gambit. And I'm pretty sure Xanatos is a, a person's name. So it's more of a reference Xanatos. than it is like something. Oh, so like the Damocles. Right, right. Very, very similar, actually. My Xanatos of Gambit. No of. Sorry, why am I inserting an of? <laughs> it's the, the Xanatos Gambit. Sort of like the Queen's Gambit. But mm-hmm. it's not related to chess. Sorry to put you on that path. So in our... Are we asking for what it the means? Meaning when you use it in conversation, or actually what it's from? Well, what it mean, no, what it means? Not really, but what it means in the usage? Yeah, there's really in common, in common language. It, yeah, it's the same. I think you're thinking too hard about it. <laughs> Give us a definition. I think it's it's a, a risk that seems like you have to take it, but there is no way that you're going to come out on the other end alive. Oh, that's very close. Adam, do you have a guess before I say it? Is it? Um, well, I feel like I might, if I had to make an answer, it would be based off of Eric's answer. Plus you said it's very close. So it'd be something close, kind of, kind of of cheating. Um, but I don't know. (laughs) Okay. So you want me to give you the answer? Yes, please. Okay. So the Xanatos Gambit is a plan for which all foreseeable outcomes benefit the creator, including ones that appear to be failure. So, like, somebody has figured out every possibility and accounted for it so that they win no matter what. So it's the opposite of what I said. Right, right. So it's sort of the other side. Um, And it's from, uh, there's a series called Gargoyles, and 
the the person's name was David Xanatos, and he was like one of the bad guys. And he it says he a uh, master of that technique, and he used it consistently to serve his own ends. Um, but anyways, I heard that. Where did I hear? Oh, I heard it on on TikTok. I think I don't think it was the point of the TikTok, but they said it, and I was like, "Whoa, what is that?" So I had to look it up. The Xanatos Gambit. Yeah. Of. No prepositions. <laughs> nope. Um, and so nice, everyone. We nailed yes, that. Yeah, we are nine words smarter or phrases. Yes. Mm-hmm. Be sure to use those in your. That was fun this week. That was good. Nice that little was good. mind exercise. Yes. All of our listeners are going to think we're stupid, though. They know these things because <laughs> we have the smartest listeners in the world. Wink. Yes. Perfect. But- Certainly this podcast has gotten very long at this point. Oh, we're yeah, at about an so. hour 22, Ooh. which I think yeah, is no, fine. I think we're a little rusty. And also that we've never done it remotely. This is new for us. Yeah. So we're still figuring out the kinks and all that mm-hmm. jazz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, of course. But now that we have the technology set up, we've done the troubleshooting, the technical stuff. Um, you should have heard Jason's voice when we hopped in a Discord server right away. It was like this. And Adam can attest. Yeah, I was saying words. I wasn't saying words there. Yeah, so we figured it out. So. We're on Zoom now, and we don't pay for that, so that's why we have to <laughs> take a break every 40 minutes. <laughs> but um, I think it's working out well, and... This is a great. Now first there's app. no barriers for us to return, right? Exactly. Log in and start Ex- chatting. Expect more content in these next 487 days. Watch this space. Watch at this least space. two or three times as much as the last. All right. Perfect. Um, I know Wait, you had. Did you guys? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Did you guys grab a quote or phrase that you wanted to end with? Okay. Well, here's the thing. I saw that, and I should have talked about this earlier. Our other episodes, we always ended with a movie wreck. So if we want to continue doing that, then we could maybe do that. Not to totally plow over what you're going to. Maybe you get you. Maybe you say your your quote that you thought of, and then we still. Yeah, we don't have to do that ever again. (laughs) No, if you prepared one, you should say it. I did. Yeah. Please. It's a very simple quote. Here I go. Mm -hmm. The point is not to be successful. The point is to be successfully. Wow, it changes sort of the speech. Be successfully. Nice. Mm-hmm. Emphasis on be. I feel like and you now, you, 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 you got to put the emphasis on be when you're speaking. I you could, it. but I like doing it to, to, the, to where you don't expect it until the last word is spoken. I understand that. Mm. I understand that. And A misdirection. We get that. Who's she? Kind of like Google Drive is telling me, no, you don't mean successfully. You mean successful. Mm. Damn, Sundar Pichai to hell. Idiot. Is he still the CEO of Google? If not, sorry. I don't know. I know they fired 12,000 people last week. Oof. Actually, I don't know. Last week and recently, though. Anyway, Adam, did you have a, a quote you prepared? Um, No, Say actually. something from your show. Um... <laughs> um 
you don't have the world of exigency. Come back, come back to me, come back to me. Uh, no, I don't have a quote either. So if if not, then I think we can just end That's on fine. a movie rack. I don't know if we all did. We all agree on one. I think. Um, wait, no, we didn't. We have to figure it out now. I thought because uh, like we would end like watch Pink Panther. <laughs> I've been seeing lots of movies recently. Yes, uh, we didn't talk about the Oscars. Whoop. That could be Which we will have an episode of in the future. Yes. Pre-Oscars. Uh, okay. What's a, is it a happy movie we've all seen? Uh, yeah, because we're recommending it. Here's well, here's a uh, let me let me offer something. Let me offer something. Oh. Yep. I don't know what the obvious one is, but the one you're gonna say. I'll say um, I watched the Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm agreeing. I really like that one. I really like it. Yes. Yeah. I just watched it on Thursday. I oh, really very it. recent. Yeah. What day did you watch it, Adam? Um, it was a few weeks ago. A few weeks okay, ago. Nice. Yes. Um, it's very, it's it's very uh, down to earth kind of story. It's very oh, yes. real. Not very many characters. I love the Irish accents. Yes. Um, and it's colloquialisms. Act, the act, the acting, and the script is very beautiful. Yeah. And I think it makes a really good show. And it was hysterical. I was laughing the whole time. It is really funny. It's too. so stupid funny. and funny. And and a little shocking. Yes. A little shocking. That's all we're going to say. Yeah. And I, I liked, um, I haven't written my IMDb, my letterbox review, but what I was going to say is it really, it takes a look at the mundane and it like yeah. sort of just shows that, but it's sort of funny in that way. So it, it's really sort of a take on... I mean, it's it's in the past, so I think maybe the past is more mundane in general. But right, right. The plot in and of itself is very dull, simple, very they, simple. They make it work. They mm-hmm. make it draw you in still somehow the whole time. Mm-hmm. And it's up for best picture, along with Barry Keoghan actually just won best supporting at the critics something something. In the UK, he does he does a very good job in the movie. Yeah, that was today or yesterday. But yeah, you know, he was really great. Everyone was really great. Yeah, so go check it out. You're gonna want to see it before it wins Best Picture, <laughs> or if it will. Wow, awesome. Well, because you're for gonna listening. want that. Yeah, cultural thank you for listening. Token. Exactly. Currency. Cultural currency. Yes. Which you now all have after listening to us. Yes, you do. <laughs> so much of it. Perfect. Well, thanks. Okay, we'll end this episode. Um, thanks for listening. Yes. Watch this space for more. We have been back in black. <laughs> we have been. You mean what you know. <laughs> you mean what we know. And more on this later. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>